Hello everyone, today I'm going to be talking about parenting. I'm going to discuss things, psychological damaging things we as parents say to our kids without realizing it's actually um, damaging them. We need to kind of erase these common phrases from our daily parenting vocabulary. Um, as parents, sometimes we say things to our children that are harmful without actually realizing it. We don't generally set out or plan to say hurtful or harmful things to our children, but it does happen. What generally happens is that we are tired, um, they are pushing our button, and uh, you're frustrated after asking them for like 600 times to say clear your plate or get out the door on time. You could also be inadvertently repeating things you heard in your own childhood that your parents didn't realize took emotional toll on you. And I'm speaking as a child who um, went through this. We as parents are trying our best, sometimes and mostly a lot of times we fall short. That's why it can help to know some of the potentially damaging phrases parents often resort to without realizing their impact. It's not about beating ourselves up. I, for one, have refused to choose that option. It's about doing better by being a bit more conscious of our language. So today, I'm going to just go through some of the phrases that I think myself or maybe someone listening to this podcast would have said without actually or say it without actually realizing it. The first one that I find it most common, not just from myself, but from other friends and from chatting with other parents online. Um, the first one is, it's not a big deal. We generally say to kids, it's not a big deal. Kids often cry or melt down over stuff that seems really silly. But why kids crying and whining can definitely get under our skin, particularly when it's over something we think should be able to, they should be able to cope with. It's harmful to diminish their real feelings by basically telling them it's not a big thing. These little problems and emotions that come with them are actually huge to our kids. You know, when we discount their emotional responses to their to the very challenges, we tell them how you feel doesn't matter or it's silly to be afraid or disappointed. I think one of the reasons is that parents try, generally we try to get kids to be like adults. We need to acknowledge their feelings. What you, we could do instead of saying, it's not a big deal, instead what i recommend again i'm not an expert in this subject i'm just sharing my experience as a mom of triplets eight years old first pregnancy and i'm also learning i think instead of saying it's not a big deal maybe take a moment and try to understand things from their perspective you could say words like you seem really scared or frustrated or disappointed don't you should we talk about it and figure out what Ultimately, by doing this, you're helping them label their emotions. You're making them feel important. You're making them feel heard. You're making them feel they matter to you. And in that way, they will always come back to tell you something. And I think you're also giving your child the self-confidence and self-love that is demanded from parents. So I think, yeah, using the word is not a big deal. It's definitely...
and no good. The second word that I would say we need to erase from our vocabulary is you never or you always do. Children have their parents, but saying your kid always or never does something simply isn't true. And generally, these words, if you realize, is when you are actually very angry and you're generalizing things from the kids. This can really damage their beliefs on how the things and it can really um, make them question themselves and it can go down in the wrong way. Instead, try this. And again, like I said, I'm not an expert at all. I'm just trying to recommend what I think. Remind yourself, you, instead you could say to them, remind yourself to be curious about why you're, you're, why you're doing certain things. You can say to them, can you remember last time this happened? Can you remember last time that happened? What did you learn from it? By talking to them and reminding them of the instances where they went wrong, it will also call them to being self-responsible and for them to remember some of those stuff rather than just generalizing it and saying you never clean up you never pick up your body you never you always you you are actually making making that child lose their own self-confidence and doubting you in the process and the least thing you want is your own child to doubt you and what you i mean doubting your love for them and we know children we need to manage this another thing we parents generally do we show our emotions to our kids so we we play them without knowing we are playing them for example you say to kids you make me sad when you do that sure it might really boom you out when your child doesn't listen but it's important to set boundaries without throwing your emotions into the mix. Those feelings are yours, not theirs. Plus, you're setting a precedent by potentially giving them a lot of negative power. When kids feel like they get to decide if you're happy, sad, or enraged, they may happily take the opportunity to continue to push your buttons down the road. And even when they are out of your house, this mindset can damage future relationship and set a stage for them to manipulate others to get what they want. Instead, I will suggest we try this. Set whatever boundary you need to set, like, it's not okay to jump on the couch. Then give them choices such as, would you rather play quietly here or go outside please? Because I would not expect you to jump on the couch. In this way, you're giving them option. In this way, and another thing I recommend is try to explain to them the effects. Sometimes they know the effects of maybe, say, jumping on the couch or maybe playing in the front room. But the fact that we've not actually reminded them, we're shouting, they're not getting it. We need to talk with them. Okay, I would say another fourth one, you should know better. That's another word. This is very common. In fact, when I was making this note, I don't know why it was the fourth. It should actually have been my second. But guys, come on. I'm a mom of three, eight years old. So yeah, it takes me forever to make some of these notes. So yeah. So fourth one is you should know you should know better. When you say things like you should know better, what you're ultimately trying to do is guilt or shame your child into changing. But that puts kids on the defensive which makes them even less likely to listen. It also undermines their confidence. If we tell our kids they should know better, 
yet clearly they didn't. We are sending the message, you are too dumb, immature to make good decisions. Not exactly what, you, what we intended to say, but that's what we are saying. I would suggest instead, I mean, as I said, it's a suggestion again. Hmm, looks like we've got a situation here. What can we do to fix it? The goal is to focus on solution, not the problem. So children practice problem solving and fixing their own mistakes and thinks about ways to make better choices in the first place. So rather than just saying that you need to kind of have that discussion with them, do not try and shame your child. You should know better. Another word that we need to erase from our vocabulary as parents or parents will do this is just let me do it. Just listen to the phrase again and the scenario will just come to you. To you, mostly if you have more than one kid and you work full time or maybe even if you don't work full time, you're a stay-at-home mom and you're rushing. The word we generally use is just let me do it. When you're rushing out the door or maybe waiting for your child to complete a simple task that's seemingly taking forever, you insta your instinct might be to just take over, but try to avoid doing that if you can. You're telling your child you are not capable of this, so I need to get involved. This is both discouraging and really frustrating, okay? Imagine if you were super close to being able to your own zipper and just needed to just needed a few more tries then your dad swaps in and stops you from the trials and say let me just do it it isn't very good and generally it maybe it's just a minute or so and the time we generally put kids under this pressure sometimes we put them under this pressure because we think we are late and when we go out there traffic actually delays us and we do nothing to traffic so why putting kids under that kind of a pressure Another point I have for you guys today is you are a, so <laughs> one of the most valuable things parents can do for their child is simply avoid labeling them. And I mean labeling kids. I actually watched a movie um, the other day in the cinema with my kids, a bit too. And when on our way back home, I tried to have a conversation with them in terms of what did they learn? What was the moral lessons? And believe you me or not, my middle one begs me, he did say to me, Mommy, one of the things I didn't like is labeling. The labeled pizza as being a bacha is not nice to labeled. Can I tell you, this sink right deep into my heart. It's not nice to label kids. Labels take us further out of compassion and curiosity. You know, when you label the kid, when we say you are smart, you are athletic, we are telling the child, we are bringing the child the best out of the child. So please, it's not nice to label kids. Do not label them and say, you are bad. You are naughty. You are the bad one. I know it's you that did it. It's not nice. Mostly when you've got more than one because it plays with their own confidence as well. Instead, try things Try things like notice and not outcomes and do whatever you can to avoid labeling your kiddos as anything as good. Say those good words and put out those good words for them. 
um, the bottom line of this is I, I do different podcasts, but this particular, before being anything, I think my first job is being a parent is the first and most important job for me. And I think before seeing whatever I'm seeing, it's nice that I share this with my other friends, colleagues and neighbors who are also parents to try and help us all to get better in this parenting. I think the word I will leave you with is, are you bringing up your child in such a way that when they are out there and something goes wrong, the first thing that comes to their mind is, mommy needs to hear this, dad needs to hear this, my parents need to hear this. If we are not working towards that direction, we might think of start working towards that direction. The first thing, the, the, the best position, I think, and I might be wrong, but I think, right? Put your kids in a situation where you are their go-to person. The first thing when they're out there and something is not going right, and even if it's going right, the first thing they will say is, yes, mommy needs to hear this. Yes, daddy needs to hear this. Yes, we've got to call our parents. In that way, you are bringing confident children that will be useful for your family, useful for their family, and useful for the community at large. Listen to this podcast. Share it with any other parents you think might benefit. It is free, so share it. It's not done for money purpose. It's just done out of passion. Thank you very much. This is Esther Fogg reporting from the Midlands in England.